Hello and welcome to the Fit Life with MJ podcast. I'm your host, MJ, a certified personal trainer, advanced nutrition coach, and qualified group fitness instructor with over a decade experience in the health and wellness industry. I'm also the creator of my health, body, and lifestyle transformation program, Forever Fit. The Fit Life with MJ podcast is a collection of motivational, inspirational, and informative chats made up of a mix of both solo episodes from myself, plus interviews with many inspiring health and wellness professionals to teach you everything you need to know about living a healthy, balanced, fun lifestyle, staying motivated and in control of your mindset, and also how to avoid falling victim to the many gimmicks of the health industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. And if you get value from this one today or any other episode, please hop over to the review section of the platform you're listening on, follow us, and give us a five-star review to help us reach and inspire more people. Now, let's get into today's episode. Before we dive into this episode, I would just like to let you know that we did the best we could to find the quietest, most soundproof room available, and we did the best we could with the sounds technology that we were able to use. There may be some slight echoes throughout the episode, but it is still very clear and audible, and I cannot wait for you to listen to everything that Steve has to say. Sit back, relax, and enjoy all of the inspiration and information that you are about to receive from Steve himself about your health, things that you might not have even realized that you needed to know about your health. Enjoy this one, guys. Hello, fam. I hope you are having a fantastic day. I promise you it is about to get better after you hear this podcast episode. I have never been more excited to do a podcast episode ever. I have a really, really special guest with me today. You've heard me talk about this man a few times on my social media and in previous podcast episodes. He has helped me infinitely with my health and has cured me of my amenorrhea when typical doctors were not able to. We'll go into a bit more detail about that soon. But if you are suffering any medical ailments whatsoever and you feel like the Western medicine system just is not giving you the results that you want or need, this man might just have your answers. More often than not, I've found he does for most people I know. <laughs> so I, no one can explain Steve's expertise, obviously, more than he himself. So I will introduce him now. And Steve, I will get you to introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us about your qualifications. Yeah, thanks. And uh, welcome to everyone uh, listening out there. Um, my background uh, obviously started with my science degree. I did a triple major in anatomy, histology, microimmunophorology and physiology. So in the early days, people called me Steveology, only <laughs> because of a lot of my um, science background. Um, so that set me up for a great understanding of, you know, um, disease processes and, and, and how diseases are created and, and how they affect you. From there, I went on to do uh, a double degree in clinical sciences and chiropractic. So my main background, obviously, in, in um, alternative medicine, uh, rather than the allopathic side, is um the chiropractic so what um creates the body heals the body so the the main purpose behind that degree was to understand what influences your nervous system mm -hmm. so understanding the influence of the nervous system which basically you've got your brain sends messages down your spinal cord to out to every nerve um cell in your body to help you move and ambulate but also to coordinate um, organ function is important so that basis of of health grew and then I 
you know, through my own health issues, came across other health fields in the Applied Kinesiology Group. Applied Kinesiology was created by a chiropractor, um, George Goodhart, and it was that understanding that took my health and integrative medical side to a whole new level. It was about um, understanding the influences of the triangle of health, be it emotional, physical, or chemical, that influences our overall health and well-being. So from the chiropractic, I went on to do my certification in applied kinesiology and then became a diplomat in applied kinesiology, which means I'm one of 10 um, teachers, uh, Australia-wide, that teaches all the applied kinesiology courses. So have a you know, intimate understanding of biochemistry, the influence of emotions versus uh, both drugs and herbs and uh, pathways that really influence the way the body uh, works. And, and that's why people like yourself have come to see me. A lot of people are actually shocked that I'm a chiropractor yeah. um, when they when I walk in my doors because I've said, you know, I've come here for my, my eczema, I've come here for, you know, some other um, different sort of health condition. Um, you know, we can't obviously cure all things, but we can definitely help people within that functional health paradigm. It's important not to look, I always say there's a balance between the medical side and the non-medical side. We'll talk later about, you know, the medical side being really crisis care and emergency care, which is its specialty. Where practitioners like myself, Chinese doctors, chiropractors, osteos, um, and many others in that alternative space really are trying to work out how to keep someone healthy. Mm. That's the importance of it. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically my background too. That's, you know, kept growing and developing. Yeah. And I, I just love, because I'm very, obviously, um, I prefer natural everything, natural food, natural health processes. Obviously, there are some cases where Western medicine has to step in and you, you need the drugs to fix whatever is wrong with you. But more often than not, we get prescribed drugs we don't need when there are natural ways to heal the body you you always want to try do things as naturally as possible before Mm. you do more invasive interventions you know using a you know exercise um getting your brain right thinking correctly about uh, issues in your life uh, putting the right food inside your body Mm. um and as i've seen with your your podcasts and reels over time you know also being flexible in that space and and knowing that life doesn't always have to be so rigid yeah You, you can have a, a you know a block of chocolate here and there you yeah. can have a glass of wine here and there and you know that health doesn't have to be an absolute mm. um you know you, you've got to learn also how to cheat and live yes um they're, they're all important parts but you've also got to know how to get your body on track and keep it on track so you yeah. have that flexibility in your life to do those yeah. things balance ultimately huge yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely like i have noticed so many times i've come in to see you and something will be off with my adrenals and it's affected by one thing like an imbalance in my gut or something like that and it just the flow and effect I know even when I came to see you um so a bit of background for all of our listeners basically I first was introduced to Steve because I was suffering from amenorrhea which means absence of your menstrual cycle and that's due to hormone imbalances which can be caused by a number of different things I went to the regular doctors and they did hormone level tests on me but they only test for three which is testosterone progesterone and estrogen those levels were quite normal but there's two other hormones that affect your cycle which is your follicle stimulating hormone and your uh, dhea hormone my dhea hormone wasn't working properly but the doctors couldn't tell me that so they just diagnosed me with pcos and sent me on my merry way told me to go back on the pill i knew something was up So I actually am lucky enough that I had a friend who already knew Steve and she put me in contact with him and just with a few tests that doctors cannot run, 
he was able to pinpoint the fact that that hormone was not working inside my body and gave me the right natural supplements to help me boost my hormone levels and I got my cycle back within about a couple of months after my first session with you. That's pretty common, uh, especially with young females, but, you know, between lifestyle, diet, um, sometimes overtraining and other things, you know, hormones will be affected. So, you know, the Mm. the timing of training is always important. We talk about with females as well as as diet and influence, you know, the emotional side is quite huge on that level Mm. because it will drive hormones, but food drives hormones too. Exactly, yeah. So getting that back in balance, you know, and and running the right tests, you're right. Mm. The medical system, unfortunately, doctors have their hands tied to a degree that they're only allowed to run certain tests if things are going really awry. Mm. Where in the natural space between, you know, naturopaths, chiros, osteos and the rest, we, we're able to run different sort of tests, really check your hormones on a functional level mm-hmm. and, and see what's going on at that level so we can actually normalise those pathways. And, you know, yeah. you get a great enjoyment from helping people and seeing people like yourself, you know, thrive in that space yeah. and learn about their own body because once you, you learn your, about your own body, you're then able to help others. Oh. And that's that's the ripple effect of what Absolutely. we do. Absolutely. Yeah. Knowledge is power. It's huge. So many levels. What got you into this? What made you so passionate about this side of the health realm and, and actually made you get into this profession? Well, I guess the, the first part, like everyone in my family is a medical doctor. My, my dad, you know, is a, is a dentist, but trained in medicine. Uh, originally, my brother's a, a surgeon. Um, everyone, you know, going back 300 years, most of the family are all medical and allopathic wow. doctors. So to break the cycle was actually my father. He dove in, a, in the shallow end Basically, at the beach, sorry, he was uh, diving in waves and basically damaged his neck. Mm-hmm. And back then, we're talking over 50 years ago, his career was pretty much over. He was um, basically bed-bound. He'd seen the best surgeons in, in Melbourne. They said, you know, it could be quadriplegic or paraplegic. Mm-hmm. And the surgery may benefit you or may not. So as a colleague of his that first dragged into a chiropractor, Graham King, and this Canadian-based uh, chiropractor basically saw my dad. My dad was carried into his office. He ran x-rays of him. Um and said, yes, we should have you back at work in about a month. Wow. And my dad thought this guy was a charlatan and, and thought, you know, what's this guy talking to the best doctors in, in Melbourne? Said, you know, they, it's a, a dire prognosis. And this guy's saying, get me back at work. So anyway, he let Graham do his thing and Graham didn't have dad back at work within the month, but he had him back at work pretty soon. I think it was about six to eight weeks. Wow. Um, and that was when my dad's whole understanding of medicine changed. And so when I first got my first back issues as a, as a team playing football at a high level, my dad dragged us off to chiropractors. Now, that was a, the first part of, you know, really um, understanding that there are other people that can help your health. Mm. And But back then it was really mechanistic. It was really uh, nuts and bolts sort of muscles, ligaments, joints, and, you know, and that's where chiropractic has kind of been lumped as back doctors and back crackers yeah. and all that. And, and, yes, we definitely do help that that area. But, you know, the, the first chiropractic adjustment was given for a hearing complaint. The second chiropractic adjustment was given for a heart condition. So chiropractic in the early days was about adjusting the spine and seeing health changes not so much back doctors yeah but obviously to to be more aligned with uh, modern medicine through the the 60s and 70s we became known as back doctors and back crackers Mm. because we definitely do help people that you know a lot of people come in with disc complaints and so on but the next progression of my health was I've I'd grown up always with you know severe bowel complaints Um, you know I had been diagnosed with inflammatory bowel at one stage uh, suspected Crohn's 
and other things. And um, it was more about, you know, I met an applied kinesiologist who said, you know, well, you don't have to put up with this. You're still getting back pain and we can help you with that. But do you understand that your health, you know, the influence of diet on your health? Do you understand the influence of the way you think and your emotions on your health? And, you know, that was a bit abstract for me because, you know, I'm very much trained in the in, in the sciences. Mm. So starting treatment there really got on top of all of my inflammatory bowel issues um, and basically put a stop to a lot of it. And that was a big eye-opener um, and avenue into progression of my chiropractic into applied kinesiology and into integrated medicine as well. Yeah, wow. I can imagine how much of an eye-opener that would have been because I know there are a lot of people out there who do, just like you said, they just think that chiropractors just pop your bones back into place. Yeah. They don't actually understand also, I guess, the benefit, the flow and benefit of that within your body. If your skeleton is in alignment, yeah. then there's not going to be any undue pressure put anywhere in your body that can then create issues elsewhere. Absolutely. I mean, people talk about dental hygiene and, you know, keeping your teeth clean and flossing and, and you know, seeing your dentist for regular checkups. Well, the same goes with your spine. I mean, the most important thing you have is your nervous system yeah. and it's encased in the hardest material the body has. Your, your brain's encased in your skull. Uh, your spinal nerves are encased in your spinal cord. So your body protects what you know what it's it really important. needs to and what's mm -hmm. important. So understanding the value of getting you know some sort of regular spinal health and maintenance mm -hmm. is really important to your overall health. And that's the whole premise behind chiropractic. You know, we're all, the whole premise is we're, we're doctors of your nervous system mm -hmm. more than just doctors of pain. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest revolutionary thing too. Because when I was younger, I remember my mum. We grew up riding horses, and so lots of falling off lots of popping your body into all sorts of weird positions and she actually had some kidney issues which she was seeing a chiropractor for and when I was younger I didn't really understand the connection between the two because I thought why are you going to get your spine aligned to fix your kidneys but the problem was he wasn't a very good chiropractor and I think it's important to understand the difference there too because she actually had some wear and tear on her cartilage from the way he'd been treating her and so in my mind I thought oh chiropractors aren't the answer and look, and that's why it's still very important that you understand that, um, you know, for someone with kidney issues, you've still got to run your kidney function test mm. with your, your medical doctor, see your, you know, your urologist and make sure that the medical side is safe yeah. for a chiropractor to also treat. Mm. So I always say don't ignore one aspect of your health because you're seeing a naturopath, a chiropractor or anyone else. You need to get a balance in both. And, and yes, there are chiropractors which call, we call sort of straight chiropractors that just do straight spine, you mm. know, back pain orientated. We've got wellness yeah. chiropractors that are very much into the overall health and wellness. Mm. You've got a pie kinesiologist like myself that do more yeah. integrated medicine and, and understand, you know, the influences of health on your nervous system. Mm. So, you, you know, the, the difficulty in seeing a chiropractor that's right for you is there are so many different techniques within chiropractic that it can be quite hit and miss until you find the person that you really need. Yeah. Where, you know, you see physio, you know, you're going to get exercises and, yeah. um, you know, some sort of your stretching modality, you see an osteo, you're going to do, you know, a combination of musculoskeletal sort of um, effects. Mm. So, you know, and that's why most people come to me through word of mouth. Yeah. Um, and I still run, you know, people that come to see me, I still do a full history, full examination, applied kinesiology assessment, but I still run a lot of uh, different testing like we did with you. Yeah. I still also refer out to GPs and specialists yeah. to make sure that, you know, someone's health is going mm. the right path, to make sure we're not overstepping our mark mm. with that as well, and making sure people understand the, the full value of having a health team. Yeah. Rather than just a health practitioner. Yeah, everyone just wants to be able to go to one place and have one answer and that be yeah. the thing that solves everything. 
Yeah, so people will see me and they might still see a Chinese doctor, they'll mm. still see their, their medical doctor and specialist because mm. um, they can run good tests. But they still need, you know, a PT, uh, a nutritional plan, mm. um, an understanding of what keeps them healthy so that when things do go astray in their life and everyone's path goes off at times, mm. but they've got tools in their lives to come back Absolutely. and do the right thing and get themselves back on track. Yeah. Apply the right tool to fix the problem. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And getting trust in, in the team that you create. So mm. if you've got a good PT, a good Pilates instructor, a good mm. um, nutritionist or, you know, and quite often PTs go into that realm, so do we. But having your team talk, like you and I have shared clients, mm. and it's also important to make sure that, you know, you don't overstep people's marks and also don't confuse your client. You know, Steve's saying one thing, Steve's, uh, you know, you're saying this. Yeah. So work as a team and understand how if someone said something a little bit different, how we can actually make sure the team works together. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why it's handy to have a network of specialists who know each other yeah, as well absolutely. because then you're less likely to get that conflict of information I do get a lot of my clients even come to me and say well this specialist said this but this specialist said this what do I do and I'm like well neither of these are my specialty but you're getting conflicting information from two of the people that are supposed to be helping you treat the one problem because they don't know each other and they're yeah independently acting on one person absolutely important and you know through your life you'll create a team around you the same way I've got a team of medical doctors and specialists that have Mm. helped me with my uh, problems and and ongoing you know you know health is ongoing you know I still do my colonoscopies I do gastroscopies and I still do the medical side but I still do good clean diet lifestyle exercise PT you know, all of these things uh, that keep me healthy. And, and I always say, you know, if you're seeing a health practitioner, ask them about their health. Make sure mm. that they are walking their talk. Exactly. And that they are there to help you but understand health themselves. Mm. So the more you question someone, the more you'll understand what their limits are as well. Yeah. And I have my limits too, which is mm. why I will still refer out to other people. But it's important for you to know if you're dealing in health, who you're dealing with. Absolutely, yeah. I think my biggest eye-opener was when I went to an actual doctor and told her that I hadn't had a period in three years and her jaw hit the ground when I told her that another doctor had actually told me to give it two years after going off the pill to let it come back and she said that should never have been said to you. That exact same doctor is the one who turned around, got me into her office and said, yep, you've got PCOS by looking at one test for two seconds. Here you go, go back on the pill or you'll never have kids. I've got to go. I've got reps waiting for me in the next room. And she was late to my appointment and I just thought I trusted you. So you've really got to be, you've really got to have your eyes open. Don't just expect that just because this person has a degree and are a specialist that they can solve your problem or have the interest to care enough. Yeah, and and look, people do get busy at different times. Mm. And and I've I've known practitioners which have, you know, know, everyone has their own things going on in their life and Mm. sometimes they they don't have the time. You know, and I I know I've been short of time sometimes with some of my clients. Um, We all run uh, very busy clinics. But you should never flog off a patient. Mm. I always say you need to listen to your patient, Mm. get a good understanding because she really had a good understanding of you. She would have asked further questions about your training, uh, your lifestyle, um, you know, what led you down the path of amenorrhea, not just, oh, this is your diagnosis, Mm. here's a quick solution. You know, quick solutions usually aren't the answer. Mm. And unfortunately, people these days are looking for quick solutions. So quite often... I think I've lost more patients over the years by trying to get their diets right than by the treatment that I apply itself because, you know, trying to educate people about lifestyle is difficult. Mm. You know, they say it's easier to change someone's religion than change someone's diet. Yeah. You know, um, 
people look at food as enjoyment, mm. as, as, you know, definitely as pleasure. And so changing those markers on people, they, they feel like you're taking away their pleasure. Mm. And you're not. You're trying to make them understand that they can get back to those yeah. pleasures later, but they've got to learn how to use few, uh, food as fuel. Mm. Um, not just as enjoyment. Absolutely. Yeah. That is one of the biggest things I preach. I literally came off a coaching session with my team this morning or my clients um, talking about how the nutrients in healthy, nutrient-dense food can actually help improve your mental health because it's allowing your body to create your right hormones. Absolutely. And it's not so much about looking at food as, oh, only junk food is fun, healthy food is boring, but actually being conscious when you're eating of how much more energy you have how much better and more clarity you have mentally and how much better you feel and less bloated you feel when you eat healthy foods, you really start to appreciate that and you actually stop wanting the junk food. Yeah, absolutely. Because of how crappy it makes you feel. Yeah, absolutely. And what people don't understand is, you know, healthy food is actually really enjoyable mm. and it's not just clean or plain or boring, you know. You can still use good salts and peppers and herbs and, you know, natural ways mm. of flavouring food that yeah. it's just a burst of taste in your mouth. Exactly. It doesn't have to be boring or oh, yeah. I'm just going to eat, you know, just plain carrot and, mm. and you know, tomatoes. It's like, yeah. my that's God, that's... Thinks. Yeah, they do. They think you're going to make them eat like a rabbit. <laughs> And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you know, we've got paleo diets, keto diets, you know, I always talk about, you know, modified diets and, and these sort of things, you know, tailored to the individual. Um, you know, for me, most people come to me because I, I will, you know, quite often start with a modified paleo because people really want a balance between an autoimmune and, and, and lower inflammation. So we yeah. talk about how inflammation from food affects their health mm. and how we get on top of that first and then they can go off and branch into their ketos and, you know, mm. full paleos or whatever they want to do with their life. But again, you know, for most people, once they start to understand how you can start to change diet to influence health and lifestyle, mm. they really start to enjoy um, exploring their own yeah. diets on that yeah, it excites me when I see it happen. And I see it I see it with my messages from my clients all the time, just the changes, the improvements they see just from a couple of weeks of following meal plans I give them. And you can tell the people that do that because they are excited and they mm. see the change. You know the people that don't because they're just not convinced, mm. but they're not doing it properly. Yeah, you know? that's right. Um, the ones that are doing it properly and aren't convinced, usually, you know, we've got hormonal issues behind them. We've got other things that we have to, you know, really work towards mm. to get on top of for them to see those benefits. Mm. But for the majority of people, I'll tell you now, 70% of people will see a pretty quick change, as you know, within mm. three to six weeks if they do things. Exactly, yeah. And a lot of people want to feel motivated consistently before they've even done the thing to get the results that keeps them motivated. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. What would you say is probably the most common ailment that you see patients come in with? Well, I guess because of the experience I've had over the years, a lot of people, eight out of ten children these days are taken to paediatricians for gut problems. Mm -hmm. Some of the most common things I'll, you know, people refer people in to me will be gut health issues. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be, you know, you know, skin issues like eczemas, dermatitis, psoriasis, these sort of things. So really a lot of them are stress-based emotions. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are definitely food-based. And then structure-based, you know, the, the influence of structure. You know, as a chiropractor, we look at that as the basis to good health. You know, if you haven't got good structure, good posture, good movement, well, everything starts to break down in the body. Mm -hmm. But I would say overall, more the autoimmune and 
integrative medical, which I've done a lot of extra study into, is what most people come to see me, which is why I say, you know, a lot of people are surprised. They go, oh my God, you're a chiropractor. I yeah. wasn't, I didn't really want to see a chiropractor. You know, I don't really want to be adjusted. And, and when I sort of explain to them, you know, we, we, we can start off doing all the nutrition, all of the kinesiology and a lot of the meridian work, uh, Chinese medicine work, you know, I explain the influence of the adjustment. Now, not all adjustments have to be cracks. Mm. You know, we've got arthrostims and activators and all sorts of very gentle techniques to really get the body moving. Sometimes I do need to do a manual adjustment. Um, and some people do love manual adjustments, I know I do. So we really do that many different certifications. You know, I never wanted to put someone into what I can just do for them. I wanted to get a, you know, a really good toolbox in which so people can come to me and not be scared of what I'm going to do to them yeah. and give them those gentle approaches um, and lead them into better ways of good health. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And yeah. I'm just making sure that, you know, what you do suits the individual. Yeah. So, so important. Yeah. Because you mentioned earlier your deep passion is family health. By far. You know, I've been doing um, family uh, health for years. So I see everything from newborn babies right through to my oldest patients uh, about to turn 97. Wow. Um, so, you know, we have such a, a plethora of ages that we work in and, you know, working with children and, and babies and kids, mm. you know, that's a privilege on its own. And, you know, I've gone and done further studies in paediatrics to gain more confidence in the early days. You know, I just wasn't happy with coming out. You do, you know, six months of paediatrics in your chiropractic course. Yeah. I didn't feel like that was enough. So I went and did another two years of study in paediatrics to understanding you know the, the changes in osteology so bone development and the nervous system to know how and when to influence um, and the stuff you see in changes in kids is amazing oh. you know some of my greatest joys have, have been in seeing the relief on parents you know yeah. when you're dealing with a child i've got four kids when something goes wrong with your child you're your heart jumps out of your body and mm. to be able to give that reassurance to a parent that I know what's going on with that child, I know how to help them, I know how to bridge that gap that they've been struggling with, you know, you see the relief on them, but mm. the changes you see in the child yeah. is anything short of miraculous, it's beautiful. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I love seeing that, you know, kids get fast change. Yeah. Um, you know, the older we get, the more the time it takes. Yeah. yeah. But, but seeing those, you know, spontaneous changes are just amazing. Yeah, oh, I can only imagine. I've got a lot of listeners who are mums, especially new mums, that would just love to know that they could have that kind of help for their child. And, you know, for those mums who are scared, you know, is, is this chiropractor going to crack my child? Mm. No, we don't crack babies. You know, <laughs> we map and influence uh, the nervous system and everything we do is very gentle. We do very gentle cranial work. We do very gentle you know, movements. You know, we use arthrostims and very gentle devices to help us uh, influence that nervous system. But again, we'll analyse you know, the diets, mum's milk, all of these things, you know, if they're purely breastfed or, or using formulas, are they getting the right ones? And we can really help tailor that to help one mum be, be at ease, get that baby sleeping better, mm -hmm. um, keep getting that whole family calm through the chaos. And as I said, I've got four kids, you know, yeah. and the best thing of having children is you've seen it yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I've had two easy children, two difficult children um, in those early days. And, and you gain those skills. You know, you can read things in a book, even as a practitioner, mm. but until you've lived it, seen it, done it, you know, and I've been in practice now 22 years. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and I teach. Um, so understanding those years of knowledge, mm. you really get me excited about anyone who walks through my door. Yeah. Oh, 
I love that. And just I think for a lot of mums listening now, just realising that there is that whole other side of help that they might be able to get that they didn't realise was even there if they're struggling with the Western medicine side of things. When did sports come into it for you? Because I know there's a lot of high-profile athletes who swear by your services. Yes. So So look, I've been pretty privileged. You know, one of the first places uh, I worked for, I got to work with um, Team Subaru rally car drivers. You know, we used to get flown in uh, basically on a Wednesday or a Thursday before the rally started. We worked the drivers, the co-drivers, the whole pit crew, and we ended up working the wives and uh, kids and everyone <laughs> that was part of the team that was uh, around. And then you get flown out on a, on a Sunday after the rally back to clinic. So that was a huge experience in the early days. And the other one was um, professional skateboarding. I had the pleasure of, you know, working with uh, Renton Miller, who was one of our top vert skaters back in the day. And I still work with him, you know, 22 years later. He still skates bird and he's in his bodies himself. So I had this, you know, great access to high-level athletes. And then you know, I got into, you know, track and field, Olympians, basketballers. You know, one of the big things that, you know, people see on my Instagram is tennis. You know, I was mm. lucky enough to be um, working with someone like Ash Barty as a junior and then and, and on her comeback. You know, she has her own team and, and has worked with them over the, the last few years. But I'm happy to have that moment in time to work with such a modest and down-to-earth athlete and privileged to be called up to um, help her with her own health issue at the time. On top of that, I've worked with, you know, soccer players. You know, there's there's probably not a field hockey players. Um, there aren't many fields that I haven't worked with because everyone's looking for an edge these mm. days and especially athletes so gone are the days of pushing athletes through a funnel and seeing who pops out at the other end and survived yeah um you know athletes these days you know we're getting you know kids brought to us let alone teenagers and professional athletes all the time so that we can look at enhancing those little aspects diet what yeah. that influence is like most professional teams are nutritionists but again you know there's things that they can't see that we can do mm. which is why we will work with those teams so diet's a big one tennis players are, you know Djokovic in, in his book was the first to talk about going gluten-free dairy-free and, and those influences over not only his body but the mind as well yeah. um, we know that you know two of the biggest influences over the blood-brain barrier is gluten and dairy mm. um, so when it comes to you know overstimulating our toxins and that you know altering these things um, not always ongoing but for periods of time can really influence cognitive function let alone the body so that's why a lot of athletes come to me so i'm really good at diagnosing things again i still will work with teams with their physios with their strength and conditioning coaches with their pts and again the minute we know they've got a pt they've got an snc or they've got a nutritionist it's open the door to communication mm. if you aren't open to communicating and also with team doctors you know i worked with one of the pro netball teams and yeah. you know their their doctor wanted me to give them uh, my patient notes on what i'm doing with their players and it's not getting offended by what the doctor wants mm. it's about contacting the doctor and, and, and explaining what you do and, and i did that willingly and i used to send the notes after treatment so they were comfortable with what you know this practitioner is doing outside of their team you know and a lot of teams are like that so you've got to learn how to work with their doctors mm. and then if you don't you know you've seen essendon sagas and all these things where clubs put their trust in people outside the clubs and got burned. Yeah. So if you're going to deal with clubs and professionals these days, you've really got to learn how to work with their team doctors, with their physios, mm. and don't overstep the mark. Really keep the dialogue open so they can see your expertise because you know what happens? You end up seeing more and more players, which is what I've now seen with that netball team yeah. uh, here in Melbourne. Um, and same with the basketball teams. You know, I'm seeing you know, players from both of you know, Melbourne's top teams in the yeah. NBL. I've seen NBA players. 
you know, it keeps rolling on, you know, while my focus is family, you get keep getting pulled back into that sports realm because yeah. people know that you've got another way of looking at things mm. which can enable their players to reach even higher goals. Um, and mm. one of the big things I do is reflex work on athletes to improve their, you know, reaction times, their hand and foot skills. Yeah. And they're the same reflexes that actually work with children, mm. which are called your uh, neonatal or primitive reflexes. Yeah. You know, and in those realms we deal with, you know, everything from kids on the spectrum right through to kids that just want to achieve better in their school yeah so you know that's that's why you know i've on, on instagram you know it's always nice to show the sports and the places that you've worked yeah um, and people get excited about that you know patients come mm. in oh you've worked with this and this person that's great while that's fun and it takes you out of clinic you know my, my what i call my nuts and bolts and and, and mm. my love is seeing everyday people get excited about their health yeah. everyday people knowing that you can help you know i've had so many patients cry when mm. I say I understand what you're going through, you're not that complicated. There's an answer to your yeah. health where they've been searching and no one's yeah. listened. Yeah. I feel that on such a deep level too because as a personal trainer, I could have gone down the athlete comp prep yeah. avenue. I could have just gone down complete sports conditioning or I could have gone where I've gone now. And I think what drew me so much to the where I sort of specialised in was the fact that I came from a humble start where I found myself in a situation I gained weight after school. I didn't know what to do about it. So I did all of the stupid things, cut calories, cut carbs, too much cardio, all that stuff that just ruins your body. And I found myself once I learned from a coach how it actually works and I saw these huge benefits from eating properly, actually exercising the right way, I just thought, Here's me thinking I knew what I was doing, being completely wrong. There's so many other girls out there struggling with the same thing. You just get so much happiness from seeing someone who just wants to be healthy but doesn't know how come into their best version of themselves. Yeah, I always say, you know, I'm turning 50 next year, so I'm part of the generation that I say, you know, we were the first generation that really grew up on sugar. Yeah. You know, we had the one-cent lollies, the two-cent lollies, the lollies drinks and all of these. Um, you know, fast food was just starting, you know, your mm-hmm. Casey's, your McDonald's, your all of these things were kind of exciting. We didn't realise the impact of fast food mm-hmm. and, and Western diets really on health in those early days. Mm-hmm. We, we all expected, because, you know, most meals were home-cooked, that, you know, occasionally having these, they were like cheap meals. Yeah. yeah. And that was okay. But, you know, this side of diets really unfortunate because people are time poor. Mm. Uh, people don't always have or they think they don't have time to prep and cook food. Yeah. Um, or they don't know where to get healthy versions of food. Exactly. And not understanding that, you know, there are restaurants you can eat at and places you can eat that are still quite relatively healthy mm. and not all food is junk food. So, yeah. You know, this generation that's come through after me is is really struggling, um, thinking that sugar should be a part of their daily life. Mm. And trying to explain to a parent that, you know, a treat every day is really not a treat for their child. Mm. Um, and that there are other ways to give them treats you know, yeah. within food. And, and also, you know, the greatest treat you can give a child is your time. Yes. Not an iPad, not an mm. iPhone. I'm a parent. Yes, I've used iPads and iPhones and my, my kids <laughs> love them. Um, but understanding that they're not just a nanny. You need to give kids time and, and kids crave your time. Yeah. You know, and that's the biggest thing. And yeah. When kids eat properly, I have children that will say no to McDonald's. I have children that will say they don't want any more mm-hmm. lollies because it makes them feel sad or it makes yeah. them feel they're not in control. And when parents yeah. and children can see those changes, 
as a unit, they can all make those changes, mm -hmm. you know. I always say the earlier you start teaching kids about good health and lifestyle, the easier it is. Yes. The hardest ones to change are your eight and nine-year-olds or your early teens yeah. because you've led them down a path for so long. But, you know, again, when they see changes, they see the changes that we can make in their cognitive function, their mm -hmm. concentration, how much better they can be at school, how yeah. much better they can be at their sports. I'll tell you now, they'll jump on board. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I see it with my girls all the time. My new mums, young kids, all they've got to do is wave an avocado in front of the, the really young ones and they want it because yeah, mums have enough. Yeah, absolutely. So start influencing them from that age with the healthy foods. I think another thing that pops to mind for me as well um, earlier when you were talking about how diets have shifted over the years is that these days companies are so much smarter. They've actually got it down to a scientific art of how to formulate their foods to taste addictive. Yeah. They, they're formulated with the right balance of sugars, fats, and carbohydrates that we are. And they're marketing. Their marketing yeah. is designed for you to really want those products. Uh -huh. you know, the, the dangerous thing is to walk through the middle aisles of a, mm. of a supermarket because it will stimulate your interest. Oh, yes. It will get you going, oh, yeah. yeah, I haven't had that in a while. That's good. Yeah. Oh, that, you know, and it's, it's there to spark. You know, they've mm. got the best marketing teams to know how to influence you to buy their products. Exactly. And yeah. the big um, catchy words that they put, like high in fibre, yeah. high in iron, or like just the brand name, like natural something, is yeah. going to make you think, oh, this is healthy. But the second ingredient on the list is sugar. Yeah, and natural so, and organic isn't always the answer. Yeah. You know? People talk to me about organic foods and, you know, some organic foods like out of different parts of the world, like, aren't that great? Mm. Um, you know, we've seen some countries where the glyphosate levels in organic foods are just as high as the non-organic. Yeah, um, right. So, you know, that's farms that are close to um, non-organic farms and, and the influence uh, of sprays and chemicals, you know, moving through the air and, yeah. and making other things toxic. Now, when it comes to organic and, and non-organic, this is a really important one in that you don't get more nutrients from eating organic. So mm. people think, oh, you get more vitamins and minerals. And sometimes it's the case, but it's not. You know, they've done studies where they've shown non-organic food and organic food, you get the same nutrients. What you're not getting is the harmful chemicals. Yeah. Like in this country around wheat, you're talking about glyphosate, triflin, you know, these chemicals that you shouldn't be ingesting. You're talking about things like aluminiums and arsenics. Yeah, like, you know, right. how, the, how these grains are stored that leach into these grains that you're digesting that you're not going to get with an organic grain. So, you know, sometimes, you know, you can still have your organic sourdough breads versus different sourdough, you know, yeah, that's right. not organic. So the influence of, of those chemicals and what they do with you, yes, if you're a perfectly functioning individual, you can handle toxins and your body can get rid of them, mm. but it's that daily abuse of these chemicals that get into our diets yeah. that alter function and alter in it mm. to a state of dis-ease before you end up with disease. Yeah. And it's understanding those Absolutely. You know, you've got time to get your health back on track. Yeah. By feeding it properly. Absolutely. Yeah. That's actually a really interesting point because I never would have thought so far into what actually is behind the label organic until you pointed that out. I think that's a problem with a lot of things with um, what's healthy and what's not healthy these days is we, we're so quick to just look at the label that's on the food without actually thinking, what does that actually mean? And, and it's confusing, you know, things that, um, you know, we talk about gluten-free products these days and, and you know, they're now labelling things gluten-free that they've had gluten in. Like egg whites. 
Yeah. I buy or, egg whites all the time and they say fat-free, gluten-free, and <clears> I'm just like, well, obviously. But... Yeah, but it's getting confusing to the consumer. Do I buy gluten-free rice or do I buy rice? Well, yeah. rice is gluten-free. Yeah. You know, you don't need um, gluten-free rice. It already is. <laughs> um, so all grains have a chain that mimics gluten, you know, so even organic oats. Organic oats is different to wheat, rye, barley, spelt, and camet. The gluten in that is different. Mm. And it's the non-cytotoxic gluten chain. So sometimes... You know, once you get people off one type of gluten, you can get them back onto other forms of it. So this is where people, you know, you know I think the, the latest data said something like 40% of Australians have attempted to go gluten-free and, and not all of them need to be there. Yeah. You know, it's a bit of an, an overmark when you're talking about, you know, 3 to 5% of people that may be tolerant or, or celiac. But it's understanding lowering the load may help your health. Yeah. Um, so this is what we discuss in clinic is, you know, people go, you know, how long am I going to be on this diet for? And I'm like, well, it depends how quickly we see change mm. and how good you're going to be at following it. Like I'm sure you find it with your clients, you know, the ones that do, as we said earlier, fast change. Yeah. The ones that don't, obviously we need to look deeper into it. Absolutely. Yeah. I love how a lot of what we've talked about today has come back around to what you put in your body. A big thing I always talk about is every single process process everything that goes on inside your body is can happen is possible yeah. and optimized by the nutrients you put in your mouth that's literally the only way your body can do anything always and yeah. i think if you're seeing a health practitioner whether it's um a pt a chiro an osteo a physio anyone in health your gp and they're not talking to you about what you're eating mm. I think they're doing a disservice to you. Yeah. I think you're not going to create good health without good habits. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, we talk about good habits as food, but good yeah. habits are, are sleep patterns. Good habits is, you know, how much water are you drinking? We know that, you know, it's about a litre per 25 kilos. Mm. And, you know, the old adage of two litres per person, well, that's good if, you know, the average person's 50 kilos. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think I was 50 kilos since I've been in, you know, year seven <laughs> uh, at school. So, you know, for me, um, I need to drink about three and a half litres to be a healthy individual yeah um and then you know what's the quality of the water the mm. list goes on and on and on yeah. on that level so the deeper you go into health the more complicated it can look but once you've got yourself quite set up well you know you want to go to someone who's got a lot of knowledge because they can shortcut it all for you and give you um ways of you know biohacking your health yeah you know, biohacking is a, a popular term but really biohacking is just other people giving you shortcuts to get on top of your health quicker absolutely yeah for sure yeah. and i love how um you've been able to apply so many that principle in so many different ways to help so many different people with absolutely. vastly different ailments absolutely Absolutely. You know, with those elements, as you said earlier, we still look at, you know, hormone balance. We still look at toxicity issues, um, methylation, liver function. We look at, um, you know, so many different things that influence the body. And it's important to have someone who understands those different aspects and doesn't treat you allopathically. Allopathically, we talk about medicine as, you know, pharmacy, drugs, surgery. Mm. Um, while they're important for crisis care, healthcare is so much more than that. Absolutely. And the rest of us all coming to that picture. Yeah, I feel like that's the difference between what you do and what clinicians like yourself do, yeah. as opposed to Western medicine where it has its uses, but also, like you said before, sick care. Like there's a lot yeah. of a lot of things that come into play there where the medical industry really does just want to keep making money and they just want to keep medicating rather yeah. than treating with proper natural 
I say always be careful of both extremes, like being too far down the rabbit hole with wellness isn't good either, because then you're missing out on important treatments, diagnosis and and outcomes. Mm. Thinking that sick care or or emergency care, which is medicine, is going to make you healthy, no. Mm. They're there designed when you do get really sick to Mm. keep you alive. Yeah. And anything outside of that is really about learning how to make yourself healthy. And there's no problem if you've got cancer and autoimmune to still look at you know doing the medical side but looking at um, other practitioners that are going to do things to keep you healthy Um, and also people that know should i be giving you a herb Mm -hmm. when you're taking this drug yeah exactly should i be taking this vitamin when i'm about Mm -hmm. to go in for a surgery you know and having someone on your team that knows when to not overstep the mark yeah and know how to push you towards good health where Mm -hmm. all of a sudden like I don't need these medications as much in my health are really important factors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One thing I, I love to get an idea of for you yourself, because you have you've treated so many different people across so many different realms of, of their health. Do you have a moment in particular that sort of stands out to you as I guess your proudest moment? Something where you've you've helped someone and you've just thought, wow, like that really just warms my heart. Probably the, the, the biggest ones is going back to paediatrics and children. Mm-hmm. When you see a parent tear up, um, when you've got an answer for their child, children feed off their parents and you see them, you know, crying together and that you can help them and, you know, you see them thrive uh, with their health. You know, probably that's the biggest things that, you know, I people who know me know that I've worked long hours um, and I stretch my arms to really help people and get them in, in emergency situations as well. But just seeing the joy in people day to day, you know, I get these most beautiful gifts and letters. And sometimes, you know, I got contacted from a patient just recently from Malaysia who who said to me, Steve, you know, you helped me so much. Um, Can you give me the formula of what you used on me that helped me because my health is going backwards? And I sent them the formula, no cost, you know, it's just to help them and show them where they can get all the Mm -hmm. things they need to get back on track was a joy to them and they were like so grateful so moments key moments yes there are there are beautiful moments that i've seen but it's i think children you know being a parent myself and seeing changes in in, in children are probably the greatest moments of joy um, that i've had yeah absolutely i think there's going to be a lot of people listening a lot of mums listening who are thinking oh my gosh i must speak to this man because yeah. yeah i do know that there's a lot of a lot of ladies out there struggling with their kids that they just can't work out what's going wrong Western medicine just isn't cutting the mustard with the answers. Yeah. 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 And especially if they're already in that realm, there's no harm. If you've already got your paediatrician, you've already got your GP, and you you know, you've you've done all those things, there's no harm in looking outside the box to for people like myself and other practitioners to help. Absolutely. For sure, yeah. Like I've I've mentioned to quite a few of my girlfriends as well who have had issues and they've been going to doctors and various other, you know, they've tried naturopaths as well and just still haven't been able to get the answers and I've I did a similar thing yeah. until I met you. So it's yeah, not no. just mums, it's anyone who's struggling to get answers with normal medicine. Yeah, and I always say keep looking. Even myself, mm-hmm. if, if I don't have the answer you're looking for, always keep looking. There is someone out there who will know something about your field or your ailment. You know, Absolutely. These days, um, the greater the network of your practitioner as well, the greater their ability to also refer you in the right direction. Yeah. And that's just 100%. as important as being having knowledge yeah definitely i love that i love that sentence to sum up there there are so many things this is probably going to be very tricky for you but i'd love to see what you come to what would be one sentence you would use to sum up health 
Well, for us, for me, it's uh, the power that creates the body heals the body is my favourite sentence because everything inside of your body is designed to heal your body if given the right circumstances and timing. Timing is of, of the essence with any health. Absolutely. Complaint. I thought yes. it was going to be tricky for you. You had that one waiting. <laughs> you were ready with that answer. Yeah. I feel yeah. like you live by that. Always. Yeah. And, you know, and I say that to patients all the time. Your, your body is a self-regenerating organism. Mm-hmm. It's got all the tools it needs mm-hmm. if you feed it the right way, if you think the right way, and if you get the right therapies. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm like just floating on cloud 11 right now because of all just how enlightening all of this has been. There's Thank just you. been some real gold nuggets in here of information and inspiration as well. Thank you. Oh, yeah, we're always you. To, to help. Yeah, no, sure. thank you so much for sitting down and talking to me today and recording this episode for all of my listeners to hear all of your professionalism and knowledge. Yeah. It will. I have no doubt that it will. I following on from that what is the best way for people to be able to contact you if they do want to have a chat so we've got a a website like most people and um and that's www.truehealthsolutions.com.au they can also call me uh, contact me directly via email at steve that's s-t-e-v-e at truehealthsolutions.com.au and also yeah just calling the clinics and I will share my mobile with your listeners because yeah. most, all, as you know, all my patients end up with my mobile. You always have 24-7 contact with me because mm-hmm. health is not, doesn't work within yeah, 9 to 5. Absolutely. Um, so my mobile is uh, 0411064061. So people can always contact me directly. And sometimes they feel they need to reach and talk to you yeah. before they want to book through the front office. Yeah. Because, you know, people are scared at times to make that first mm. step and knowing that they can contact you directly i will then pass them on to mm. my staff but sometimes you know a quick word an email um, or a phone conversation can keep them at ease that yes yeah. i am someone who can understand what they're going through and we can mm. help them on their journey absolutely yeah i love that and i'll drop the links to your website to the clinic phone numbers and to your mobile number in the show notes as well so people can see it there and click through to okay. contact you too Thank you so much. This has just been absolutely amazing. I'm tingling with excitement about this. I hope everyone listening has really enjoyed this episode too and gained a lot of knowledge and insight. And I hope it's helped to answer some questions and clear up any confusion that you might have about any conditions you're struggling with yourself or your children for that matter. So do not hesitate to reach out to myself or Steve if you would love to speak to Steve further about anything or myself as well, of course. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed and got value from this episode. If you did, please remember to hop over to the review section and leave us a five-star review to help us reach and inspire more people to live their best lives. Also, remember any links mentioned in this episode are available in the show notes for you now. I cannot wait to speak to you again in the next episode.